Hello, welcome to the Myers Detox Podcast. My name is Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. And on this show, we talk about everything related to heavy metal toxicity and detoxification. Toxic metals are one of the biggest contributors to fatigue. My name is Wendy Myers, and in my decade of research, I have discovered that toxic metals affect mitochondrial performance. Your mitochondria are little cells powerhouses that make your body's energy. And toxic metals like arsenic, aluminum, thallium, and cesium, those poison enzymes that produce energy in your body. These toxic metals are found in your air, food, and water. They're everywhere. They're unavoidable in our environment today. Everyone has them in their body. The question is what metals do you have and at what levels? Click the link below to take my quiz to evaluate your level of heavy metal toxicity. Today is a very important topic, mold toxicity. There's many people with chronic illness, debilitating fatigue, going in in and out that revolving door with their conventional and even functional medical practitioners because they aren't getting the diagnosis to find the underlying root cause of their symptoms. For many people, they have mold infestation. They have a colonization of mold in their bodies, the release of mold mycotoxins, and these are the causes of their symptoms. And some people are particularly sensitive, especially people that have, feel like they have chem, you know, multiple chemical sensitivity. They have tons of food sensitivities, lots of reactivity, histamine reactions, just very ill people in general you need to be looking at mold toxicity. So we talk about symptoms, we talk about testing, we talk about different strategies to detox mold and mold mycotoxins from your body with Dr. Margaret Christensen. She is the host of the Toxic Mold Summit, and you can find that at toxicmoldproject.com where she is hosting this online summit. It's an online event with 40 speakers talking all about the topic of mold toxicity. So today is just a tip of the iceberg. If you want to learn more information, you can click the link below this video and learn so much more. Get a complete education absolutely for free about mold toxicity. Our guest today, Dr. Margaret Christensen, is board certified in integrative medicine and an Institute for Functional Medicine faculty member for 12 years. Dr. Christensen first became interested in functional medicine 15 years ago when trying to solve the riddle of her and her family's complex health challenges. Unbeknownst to her at the time were the consequences of severe toxic mold exposure. She became intimately familiar with chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, autoimmune, hormonal, neurological, and psychiatric symptoms of unrecognized biotoxin illness. She's been a board-certified OBGYN for 23 years, and her boutique functional medicine practice has grown into what's called the Carpathia Collaborative. And this is her practice that's a large, multidisciplinary functional medicine practice based in Dallas, Texas, covering the full spectrum of complex chronic disease. The practice provides 360-degree functional lifestyle and nutritional medicine and includes an on-site teaching kitchen, yoga studio, and educational library that serves as the site for community learning events. She's very passionate about educating her clients and colleagues about root cause 
whole systems medicine. You can learn more about her at carpathiacollaborative.com. You can also click below the link uh, in this video to learn more about her. And you can also join her on the Toxic Mold Summit at toxicmoldproject.com. Dr. Christensen, thank you so much for coming on the show. So glad to be here. Thanks so much for inviting me, Wendy. So you are hosting the Toxic Mold Summit. And I was a speaker on your summit. And I think this is like a great event that's so important and timely because I think a lot of people are suffering from mold toxicity. So I love that you're hosting this event. So tell us a little bit about why you wanted to host such an event. Well, Wendy, you know, uh, unfortunately, toxic mold exposure is incredibly, incredibly common. Over 50% of houses have had a water damage issue, 60% of commercial buildings, and this includes things like churches and schools, dorm rooms, um, as well as office buildings. And it can be an underlying chronic low-grade trigger for many, many, many different uh, diseases that present either as in chronic infections or autoimmune issues or chronic fatigue. Uh, and nobody realizes that that's why they're not getting better and they're chronically on different medications. And even if they've had a whole functional medicine approach, um, you know, they've been treating, for example, for Lyme disease, they're not, and they're not getting better. This is one of the top things that we need to look at. So you do, you're into metals um, and really that. So we, you know, we think about moles, metals, infections, uh, as well as stress and trauma. Uh, so mold is really incredibly common and people don't, don't think about it. Yeah, and if you go to your conventional medical doctor, you are not going to get treatment or testing or even a mention of mold, metals, emotional trauma. Uh, well, yeah, there you go. And uh, you know, and then you know, some of the, some of the really common presentations that we'll see over and over again, again, that if you've had a history of chronic recurrent sinus infections or any kind of upper respiratory infections, and if your kids are all all, all sick too, you know, they've got they keep getting strep throats or um, getting ear infections, then that's one of the things you have to think about: is this something in the environment that's creating that problem? Um, psychiatric issues is another one, anxiety, depression, um, mold causes terrible anxiety and sleep disturbances, and then your brain is fried for a long time, and again, so you can get really depressed. We can see psychoses from it, um, uh, a lot of um, kind of mold rage, um, as well as, like I mentioned, kind of severe depression. So those are some of the common things. Um, and, uh, and then people who have a lot of mystery illnesses. So if you're having chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, you're reacting to everything, every chemical, um, smells, your, your foods, the, that toxic mold needs to be at the, t at the top of the list of what you're thinking about. Yeah, and so people who are you know very debilitated, that are very, very ill, they've been to doctor after doctor after doctor, they wanna be looking at mold as a potential underlying root cause. Absolutely. And um, again, uh, we, you have to think about, and this is something that you really teach a lot about, is the, the total body burden. What are all the different toxins in, in the body? And unfortunately, uh, mold, uh, the mycotoxins, that's the toxins that the, that the bad kind of molds make. Now, again, we're not talking about the kind of mold that's, that's outside, that you, know, you have high mold spores in the spring and fall, although those can cause allergies and a lot of chronic congestion. But the type of mold that grows inside water-damaged buildings um, can trigger the mycotoxin production, these really bad 
toxins that are fat soluble. So what happens is they get into your brain, you know, and they get into um, all of your tissues. They get into the membranes inside the cells. Depending on where your genetic weak link is depends on what you, how you manifest. Is it going to, are you going to have, you know, a lot of gut and GI issues that, that are going to turn into autoimmune problems? Are you, um, going to have a lot of neurological symptoms, numbness, tingling, weakness, chronic pain and inflammation. I, t I tell you what, mold toxins, the, one of the biggest things it, it, it causes is some type of um, pain inflammation syndrome. So migraines, um, again, uh, uh, I would put depression under in that, in that category, but whole body pains, fibromyalgia, uh, those are, um, again, some of the things that you need to think about if you're having those symptoms uh, and you um, and, and nobody's asked you just start getting that history of gosh you know did I grow up in a moldy basement or when I went off to college my dorm room smelled bad and we were drinking a lot of beer and um, you know I had a bunch of sinus infections and got a lot of antibiotics those are the, the, the these are the kind of uh, questions that I get from a history yeah yeah so what are some of the common conditions that can be triggered by mold well, um, so I, I mentioned a few already. Um, again, uh, chronic infections. So if you're if you're talking sinus infections, that's probably one of the first things that I think about: uh, recurrent sinus infections. But think about other infections as well. For example, if you've had recurrent uh, urinary tract infections or interstitial, interstitial cystitis. For men, prostatitis or frequent urination. So that's um, that's something. Um, and then if you have a history of having a tick-borne illness, Lyme disease or whatever, one of the, one of the docs that I talked to um, who is a Lyme literate doc and she's got a big practice on the East Coast, she said in her experience, in her practice, almost 100% of her clients um, have had a toxic mold exposure prior to the, uh, prior, um, to the uh, kind of the triggering of the Lyme. Um, so that's something. Um, we talked about... Um, Again, psychiatric challenges. Uh, again, I, I always want to think about that. Neurological diseases. So if you have any chronic degenerative disease, Parkinson's, um, ALS, MS, uh, again, those are, those are things that we need to think about in Alzheimer's. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Dr. Dale Bredesen um, has been doing all this work uh, about around you know, reversing cognitive decline, reversing dementia, and, we, and he's calling toxin dementias type three and mold is at the top of the list, particularly for women um, uh, in, in early dementia. So you got to think about uh, that. So neurological conditions, uh, autoimmune, again, any, anything autoimmune, um, the, uh, the mycotoxins themselves both suppress the immune system very significantly, as well as kind of trigger autoimmune problems and histamine issues. So that can be, again, uh, I had a gal who came in the other day who, um, you know, uh, long-term history of rheumatoid arthritis uh, symptoms and been in all, all, the, all the big immunosuppressive drugs, and I started getting a really good history on her. And, and oh, no, I've never been in a moldy house. No, we, we built a brand new house. But, oh, wait a minute. While we were building that house, we lived across the street in this house for a year that the, the, it kept flooding. Uh, we were on a creek, and it kept flooding, and it smelled really bad. And, the, hey, you know what? The kids were all sick. I'm like, yeah, that was it. That was part of what triggered you. And sure enough, we tested her, and she had mycotoxins at the wazoo. So autoimmune, hormones, oh, my gosh. Um, if you're having you know, hormonal challenges, whether it's endometriosis, infertility, PMS, a lot of hormonal imbalances. 
these mycotoxins, we we uh, we know from animal from the animal industries, um, uh, because mycotoxins can be found in lots of grains. Uh, they are really big hormone disruptors. And one of the things that causes a lot of miscarriages and um, fertility issues in animals, the same thing can happen with people. So again, that's, that's another area to, to think about. If, if you have a woman who's really bad endometriosis, she's having trouble getting pregnant, she's trying to do IVF, and feels like crap all the time, check those mycotoxin levels. So we talked about hormones, we talked about um, neurological conditions, we talked about mystery illnesses, uh, chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, um, POTS syndrome is another one, the postural ortho uh, orthostatic tachycardia. Um, uh, that's another one. And, uh, you know, again, cardiovascular disease, uh, Ann Shippey talks a lot about that, um, Dr. Ann Shippey, because it, it just, mycotoxins, just, they, they, they disrupt your mitochondria energy production yeah and they suppress your immune system and inflame it at the same time so in those those two ways you can have um all kinds of havoc being wreaked so yeah because when you so you have a mold exposure and you have uh, an infestation of the mold in your body it starts colonizing your body and starts releasing the mold poop which is the mold mycotoxins um then that can you know, just over occupy your immune system and you become more susceptible to other types of infections or infections that are lying dormant in your body that then will pop out during times of stress like Lyme or Epstein-Barr or shingles, for instance, so just as an example. So our mold can, you know, uh, cause your immune system to be suppressed so to speak, because your immune system is so occupied dealing with that, and you're just a sitting duck for other other infections. Yeah, you're at, you're absolutely correct, and we um, we have several different folks talking about again. Amy Myers talks about the autoimmune connection, and um, in the bonus section of the Toxic Mold Summit, um, uh, Dr. Dennis Hooper, who um, was one of the first who. Uh, studied how to how to get mycotoxins, and that's with real time lab. That's one of, that's one of the testing. Um, he talks about mycophenolic acid, which is one of the mycotoxins that's produced. That's what's used when they're doing bone marrow transplants in people, and they're trying to kill off your immune system. They use mycophenolic acid. Hmm. So can you imagine? Just like you're saying, you're you've been living in a moldy environment. You've breathed it all. It's in your sinuses. It's colonizing in your sinuses. You're getting mycotoxins produced there going straight through the olfactory nerve and, and just through the thin bony plates in the sinuses into, you know, into the brain and irritating and inflaming it and, you know, and then suppressing your immune system at the same time. You know, no wonder we see a lot of, um, you know, a lot of illness. Some people just get a little bit ill and other people get just really sick. And part of it depends on your genetics, your other exposures, and like what you talk about, your total body burden. Yeah, and so I was going to mention that there, one person can be exposed to mold, the same kind of mold, and be fine and deal with it. Another person just completely takes them down. Depends on your genetic susceptibility and your health status at that time. Well, and something that you mentioned too, um, again, when you suppress the immune system and then you get an infection, what does everybody take for when they have an infection in this country? We all take antibiotics, you know, and antibiotics are, and then what do antibiotics do? Well, they kill off the good guys and the bad guys. So you then you then you've knocked off your good healthy bacteria to that suppresses your immune system, 
you get fungal or yeast overgrowth. And we have Evan Brand, you know, talking about that. Um, and uh, so, and then what do yeast produce? Yeast is a, yeast is a fungus. It produces its own mycotoxins. <laughs> so so we've, we have these, again, internal uh, fungal suppression as well as external. And, um, and then rounds and rounds of antibiotics suppressing our immune system and just kind of creating more havoc. So the, the really good news is that there's actually lots of simple steps to take and a lot of things that you've taught your clients is, um, is part of it. Uh, and, um, but if you have a history of being on a lot of antibiotics, we got to work on cleaning up your gut, um, binding the, 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 the toxins there, helping to heal and seal the gut uh, before we start upregulating a whole lot of detoxing um, because yeah. you don't want to detox and then recirculate. So let's talk about mold testing. So uh, one of the best ways to test for mold exposure in the body are what tests? Well, um, there's, there's different ways. Uh, the, those of us now who, who are doing a lot of this are using urine mycotoxin testing, and there's a couple of different labs available, and we, uh, we, we talk about that throughout the summit. So you can do um, some urine mycotoxin testing. Um, there's a very simple test you can do online. It's called a VCS, or Visual Contrast Sensitivity Test. Um, I've done that test. Yeah, it's free to $10 or to, to $15, depending. Um, again, it's a screening test um, only that um, is helping to uh, pick up how well you discriminate very fine gray lines because the the tiny little nerves and the capillaries the little blood vessels that feed the back of the eye are some of the first to uh to go with with any kind of um well we're going to call it biotoxin exposure so this can be from heavy metals molds it can be lime toxins it can be if you've had bad spider bites um, they can produce some of these same teeny tiny little fat soluble toxins and it disrupts your ability to visualize uh, or, or see gray lines. So that's a very simple screening test that, that folks can do. Um, but again, if you're if you are wanting to know, you know, where's my mold exposure, then the probably the urine mycotoxin testing is 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 now at the top of the list. Dr. Shoemaker had developed a whole panel of uh, blood testing to do, including some genetic testing. We're finding that that is not really necessary as much. Some of the inflammation markers like TGF-beta and MSH, we talk a lot uh, throughout uh, the summit, again, various, uh, you know, how, how we're using that, that testing. Um, so th those, are, those, are some, those are some other ways. And then, of course, then you, you also want to test your home or your work environment or your car, depending on um, where you think your exposure might be coming from. And, and how you test is also critical. Uh, and then there's, there's simple things that you can do at home. Uh, but if you're really sick and you, you probably need somebody who's a really qualified mold inspector to come out. And during the summit, uh, I think it's on day five of the summit, we have mold inspectors and, and get different testing methods and different ways to remediate. Um, again, how, how, to, how to help clean up the, the, your environment from very simple things that you can do again to the more complex. Yeah, I mean, I sold my home actually because I realized that I had mold in my home. My house is about 100 years old and I did a bunch of treatments on the house in attempt to to do remediation but I just decided in the end I wanted to start fresh and you know it's it's one of those things where I felt a lot better once I moved to a new environment and uh, I mean how difficult is home remediation I mean I think there's uh, I think because 50% of homes have some sort of mold exposure and mold issues 
and remediation can be very, very expensive. How effective do you think remediation can be? Well, you know, again, part of it depends on who's doing it and how it's done and, and what, the, what are the products that are being used. If you're already a person who's super multiple chemical sensitive and all that, then again, it may be better for you to find a, you know, a, a, a new place. Um, getting rid, we talk about this, um, again, several different people uh, throughout the summit, how to approach this, but we have now uh, much better air quality systems that we can that you can put in your house. Um, for example, I have a positive air pressure uh, system in my house that has a high carbon filtration units on it. So, so I'm I'm pushing air out of my house rather than it being sucked in, sucked in from underneath the house or in through the walls, which happens when you turn on fans. Um, and with a lot of fil filtration, you can use, um, uh, there's different fogging agents from uh, hydrogen peroxide fogging agents to now some citrus fogging agents that are pretty amazing that can help clean up the environment. And if you're a super reactive, high histamine person, that may not work for you. But I just think about my own experience with this, uh, because first of all, I was completely clueless when, when I got exposed, uh, why I was so, why I had chronic fatigue why my brain wasn't working my brain and I had to close my practice and I still didn't know what was wrong with me. I thought, okay, well I just, you know, spent a lot of years delivering babies and not sleeping and having four of my own and, you know, I'm just burned out. But, you know, two years later I'm still not sleeping. I'm not, you know, I'm not working. And I feel like crap. And it, it turned out we had black mold in our house. Now, I, I didn't know that until we moved out because when we found it on inspection and we brought all of our stuff with us to the next place, which probably was also moldy. And, but the thing about it is I started, uh, this is how I got into functional medicine. I just started with changing my diet, getting on some high quality nutrients and all, and I decreased my total toxin load enough that I actually felt a whole lot better for a while until I got a really bad re-exposure um, and, um, and was uh, uh, working in an office building that had a really bad problem. And, and that's when that's when things got so bad that I I had to close you know I had to stop working again, but here's the good news: you start working on the various levels of the toxins, and you can feel significantly better. Uh, and we we and we talk about uh, during the summit and ways to do that, as well as you got to do some limbic system retraining. If you are a person who's had head injuries, concussions, um, you know head, neck, or back injuries. But that puts you at higher risk, and there's there's things that we talk about to help to help improve uh, brain function so that you're not so reactive. If you're a person who has severe histamine reaction, so again you're breaking out in hives all the time, you can't tolerate any supplements, you can't, uh, then you're probably one that needs to to move to a place at least temporarily that has like concrete floors. Um, you know, get a you know organic cotton mattress to sleep on. Don't bring anything with you. Um, wash all of your clothes and there's, there's some stuff that you can actually wash, uh, you know, wash clothes and laundry in, uh, to help, to help. And we, we're, we, we talk about that. You need to move out, but, um, others is if we work on improving air quality, uh, through super high filtration, you get things remediated, you can do some fogging. And now one of the cool things, and there's not enough studies on it, but, but it's happening. And one of the scientists I talked to is from Israel uh, using uh, probiotics diffused through the HVAC system or through it just in the air that colonize the indoor environment with the same types of good healthy bacteria that are supposed to be outside. So it's really it's really no different than than what we do when we give pe people probiotics. Um, 
we're trying to get rid of the bad guys by crowding them out with the good guys. You can do that. Um, you know, we're, we're, they're, they're finding out the studies are coming out, but they've been working with a couple different universities and uh, have been using this technology in Israel for, uh, for about the past uh, five to eight years with some really remarkable stories on how you can improve air quality without having to, you know, gut everything. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, because some people, if they live in a really humid environment or rainy environment, like they live in Florida or England or Hawaii, they might have to move to Arizona or California or a a drier climate because you just can't escape the dampness and the mold. But interesting because even in even in some of those dry climates, they use uh, swamp coolers and uh, that are notoriously for leaking. So, um, I just want to give people hope that you don't necessarily have to leave your home. You don't necessarily have to to get rid of everything. Yeah, probably your mattresses and the soft things. Yes, um, everything's got to get wiped down. It part of it just depends on how sick you are and how long you've been sick. Um, a, a huge, huge piece of anybody who's been chronically ill is, uh, is working with the brain and working with limbic system retraining. We have Annie Hopper is one of my interviewees. Uh, and I think that that is a, a critical piece for anybody who's been sick for a long time is how do you, um, how do you help your brain get out of the sympathetic fight or flight, which is going to keep you in reactivity. It's going to keep your histamine dumping. It's going to keep your body from preventing from healing itself. How do you turn on parasympathetic rest and digest and there's so many ways that we can do it things even you know things like essential oils in meditation limbic system retraining i know you you have some very cool um electronic uh, devices that you use as kind of the star trek um uh, out there there's we can this is where this is really where energy medicine can come in um at a, at a whole nother level and uh, to, to really help us. Yeah, I use the Nest Health Star Trek system. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the bioenergetic program that we offer, and it's, a, it's amazing for uh, building up your immune system again and stopping all the, uh, just getting your immune system working better so it can fight mold and infections and things of that nature. So let's talk a little bit about how you detox mold. So how, what kind of supplements can you take and what kind of strategies can you use? You talked about a couple, but to remove mold from your body and mold mycotoxins. Well, um, uh, first of all, it's really important to uh, to try and work on gut health. Uh, so, um, uh, if uh, you know, using things like glutamine uh, to just to help to heal and seal the gut. If you can't tolerate that, then some colostrum. If you can't tolerate that, then there's things that we can give you um, under your tongue to to help you because you want to heal up the gut. Then you want to um, be able to mobilize, um, uh, uh, mobilize your liver uh, detoxing. Make sure your bile is flowing, and there's lots of different things to use for that. I use a lot of phosphatidylcholine, but it has to be very high quality um, uh, liposomal uh, phosphatidylcholine, not powdered ones, and uh, to get the get the bile flowing. Um, and then uh, we want to use binding agents, and there's all different kinds of binding agents, Doctor. Uh, Shoemaker uh, popularized uh, um, uh, using cholestyramine, uh, which is a prescription binder. Uh, it's not one that uh, a lot of us now who have been doing this for a long time are uh, you know crazy about using all the time. You can use some of it a little bit. Uh, I don't use it a, uh, a whole lot. I use it in combination with other binders. Um, there's many different kinds of binders from zeolite to charcoal to um, 
uh, pectins, uh, those are all, any, anything that can help to bind up these ne negative molecules and capture them and then so pull them out so they're not recirculating. And uh, so, again, depending on the type of uh, mycotoxins, there's different binders that are better than others, and we get into that uh, during the summit. So yeah. you want a binder, you want a binder, and then you want to do all the things that you've always talked about. You know, infrared sauna, um, things like coffee enemas uh, can be really helpful. And um, uh, so, um, uh, so, yeah, just sweating, sweating in general is, uh, can be really good. And then, and then we, have my, our, we have more advanced uh, therapies uh, for, the, you know, again, for folks who have been really sick, they're really debilitated, you might just want to start with some IV hydration. We do um, some IV phosphatidylcholine and changing out all your cell membranes, um, uh, doing an oil change in the body can be really super helpful. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and, uh, you know, but, but it's basically it's mobilizing and binding and, and making sure that you're getting it out of you. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of this product. It's called Catalyst Foundation. I mentioned it in the, the summit also, because this is actually what I used when I sold my home and I felt like my body was colonized with mold and mold mycotoxins. This is what I used. I did it daily, uh, twice a day for about three months. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable uh, how well it worked. It not only get rid of mold, but candida and parasites and other things. And, um, it just, it's all natural, has plant esters and it just binds onto things, anything that's not supposed to be in your body and your cells and it just dissolves it. It's just, it's an unbelievable product. And so let's talk a little bit more about maybe some, uh, any other strategies or tips and tricks that people could learn about on the toxic mold summit. Yeah, we talk about again some of the, some of the um, uh, some of the advanced strategies of things using things like nasal peptides, RG three BPC one fifty seven, as well as something that's called VIP. VIP is something that folks who if they've followed Dr. Shoemaker all Shoemaker at all may be familiar with, uh, but there's some other ones. Uh, RG three is is really good to help decrease brain inflammation. If you have severe SIBO, gut issues. Um, uh, and you've had a lot of injuries, the BPC-157, that's something else um, we get into and we talk about. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, again, dental issues. And this is something I know that you have um, kind of preached about too. So if you've, had, uh, if you've had a lot of root canals, if you have a bunch of metal in your mouth, again, those are some of the, some of the things that we have to assess for. Again, moles, metals, infections. And... Um, and we, we delve deeply into each of those areas uh, during the summit. Um, and, uh, and then again, retraining the brain, simple strategy you can do to change around your house, um, again, to, to help clean up your house. Uh, what, what are some recommended strategies to improve air quality? You've uh, sure talk about uh, things like water quality and water filtration. Uh, those, are, those are things that we can do. Probably, you know, the other thing I think is so important is just, just raising awareness uh, that this is an issue and catching it a whole lot earlier. It gets really expensive, you know, when this has been going on for 5, 10, 15 years. So if you can recognize early, hey, there's a problem. Everybody in the house is sick. We don't feel good. We've got irritability. We've got kids, are, you know, kids chronically, their nose is running. They're always got a strep throat. Um, mom's got bad migraines. Uh, then just, just you want to think about that as oh, okay maybe that you know instead of going off to the doctor for everybody 
is there something environmentally that is, um, is affecting us? Yeah. Yeah. So tell the audience where they can sign up and uh, watch the Toxic Mold Summit for absolutely free. Okay. Well, you can go to, um, uh, you can go to my website, which is carpathiacollaborative.com. Carpathia was the ship that rescued the survivors of the Titanic. So it's Carpathia, C-A-R-P-A-T-H-I-A, collaborative, C-O-L-L-A-B-O-R-A-T-I-V-E.com. That's where you can reach me, you can uh, go to the toxicmoldproject.com and sign up. And I know that you have a link on your own website. So yes, um, yeah, yeah, yeah so, you guys can just click the link below this video. Yeah, if you that would be great. Yeah, sign yeah. up and go to the Toxic Mold Summit. You've got 37 experts or maybe more that are talking all about toxic mold. And I think this is such a hot topic. I'm so glad that you're doing this summit because I think it's really that uh, missing piece of the puzzle, like say for people that have tried the diet, they've tried supplements, they've tried heavy metal detox, they've tried other things and are just at, really at a loss as to what is going on with them. They want to start looking in the mold. Well, you know, definitely. And one of the things that you mentioned that I forgot to say, which is incredible, uh, is diet. I mean, diet is absolutely critical. And um, as part of the Toxic Mold Summit, um, um, you can you can buy in addition the the mold detox diet. So it's a it's a whole program, depending on if you're having histamine issues, if you're having SIBO issues, if you're having gut issues, which way to go and which nutrients we find are the most beneficial. But absolutely cleaning up your diet uh, and uh, being on a uh, low sugar paleo type, uh, you know, uh, again, de- depending on what your particular situation is, um, we help you kind of sort it into buckets, uh, which, uh, it, which is the best pro- approach for you. But diet is probably the first place to start diet and doing some sinus rinsing. Fantastic. Well, everyone join the Toxic Mold Summit. Thanks so much, Dr. Christensen, for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you, Wendy, for hosting. Yeah. And everyone, thanks so much for listening to the Meyer Detox podcast. Please take two seconds to leave a review on iTunes for us so we can reach more people with our message of healing. My goal is to reach millions and millions more people, uh, transmit the message of how important it is to identify your heavy metal toxicity and detox it. So thank you so much for listening. And we will be back next week talking all about bile and how to increase your bile production.